Welcome to the Bookshark. I'm your host, Grant Robertson, and this is my first episode. And I'm going to document my journey as a uh, a bookseller, used bookseller on Amazon FBA. And I'm about to enter the world of arbitrage. And man, I'm excited. You have no idea. I mean, there's a lot of people out there doing this. And let me be fully clear. Uh, I didn't really know this was a thing. Amazon, just selling on Amazon completely. I I'm, was naive enough to think that every time I purchased something on Amazon, it just came from their warehouse and they owned it. I didn't realize I was oftentimes buying from other sellers in the world using their their web domain as a host site to you know create a create a bunch of money and ultimately give up some of that revenue to Amazon to do all the, the hard hard labor. Um, but anyways, I, I joined the arbitrage game about five months ago and. This is my first episode and I'm going to document my entire journey and hopefully all of my fans along the way rate me five stars or one. I don't care. This is just hopefully to bring value to other people. Uh, my episode today, will talk a lot more about how I got into the bookseller's journey. And then, you know, the next episode, I'll start talking more about where I'm at and uh, where I'm starting to get a lot of books. Where, where are those sources? You know, my types of profit. What am I identifying? What are the nuances that got me to be a little more efficient? Those, those are future podcasts. Today, it's, you know, how did I get sell? How did I get started into book selling on Amazon? And it was probably about 2020 last year, July, we were in a pandemic. A lot of people were working from home. Uh, the world was a little uneasy. No one can do much. Like I said, I'm here in Utah. A lot of things were closed or to some degree a hybrid model where they, you know, there's takeout restaurants, yada, yada, yada. So my buddy and I, we didn't really hang out as much. So I said, he came to me and was like, hey man, you want to start a podcast? Uh, it's a way for us to just talk about things that we love, you know, finance, stocks, Bitcoin, real estate. Uh, we forecast the future. It's just, you know, a bunch of guys talking, talking crap, you know, having a, a vodka martini. And uh, we started doing that. And then sometime around October, he, he brought the idea up. It was, hey, man, why don't we do a book club? I want to start reading more books. This will just kind of keep us honest with each other. And it'll be a cool way to insert one of our podcasts and do uh, create it more of a book club. So you do three pod, four podcasts a month. One of them goes to be a, one of them you talk about a book. The other three, you just kind of talk about, you know, like I said, Bitcoin, finance, stocks, whatever you want to. Um, GameStop is a hot one recently. So we did that. We started a book club. I loved it. I started reading a lot more books. Well, I'm not reading the books. I'm just doing an audio book. Anybody out there that reads still, that's awesome, man. Do what you, do what you got to do at night in bed, but you can just listen to an audio book and, and multitask and still gain the larger point. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll still have the ability to help you trigger some ideas in your mind. How do you want to pivot in a certain direction based off the book you read and how much intellect you received from it? Either way, started a book club. I had books on my mind and I really wanted to start a side hustle. 2021 was coming up, you know, the world's getting decentralized. Everyone needs to start a side hustle or start working for themselves. And, you know, the government's printing money at all time high. So it's just going to be inflated to a place where you want to start making more money. And maybe it's Bitcoin or maybe it's other things. We could talk about that for a different day. Um, then I watched uh, TikTok. My TikTok is one of my favorite apps. I watched these high schoolers uh, and they documented how they walked into a thrift store scanned a handful of books and then walked out and made $50, $7,500 in profit uh, because what they did was they purchased it for a dollar and then they went home and they shipped it to Amazon and then someone bought it on Amazon. They sold it and they made a profit of about 40% of that and uh, all for an hour's work. And it seemed pretty seamless and it wasn't uh, very technical. It was really more just labor and being on top of it. A couple steps, right? You just scan 
scan a book, identify some profitable books, come home, put them into your inventory, send them off to Amazon. Amazon sells them, you make profit. Uh, Amazon takes a larger portion of the profit, but they're doing all the hard work. They're doing all the logistics. Like you don't, you could be on vacation and still collect income. So that's kind of how I got into it. It was a little bit of compounding interest of wanting to start a podcast with also, also on a book club coming up. Books were on my mind. I started reading more, listening more. I wanted to join a pod. I wanted to join a side hustle. I listened to Gary V um, and a handful of other people who talk about it. And I just decided I could do this. It's not a lot of expense up front. Let's, let's make it happen. So November comes uh, and I literally, where do I begin, right? Um, what, what they tell you is you go to go get Scout IQ. It's the app. It's about 13, 14 bucks a month, but you have a 14 day free trial. And, and the biggest barrier to entry is, you know, you got to swipe your credit card because uh, after 14 days, you're going to start paying for something and make sure you use it. So I got Scout IQ and went to my basement and started scanning barcodes or ISBN numbers, which are in the first couple pages of a book. And from that, uh, you get a lot of reds up front. It's a little, it's like, oh man, this kind of sucks. It's just, I thought this was going to be like a 50-50 shot. No, it's like, you get one green book per every 10 books typically. So it's about 10%, 15% of the time you're scanning, you finally get a profitable book. And if that book's even profitable enough for you to take either way, I went to my library, found a handful of greens. My wife told me, you know, go kick rocks, go to a thrift store. You're going to do it there. Sweet. Next day I go to a thrift store and uh, I go to, it's called Desiree Industries out here. It's, it's just, know, it's a thrift store, right? It's, it's nonprofit. It's, it's the greatest, it's the greatest business model of all time, right? People, all these zealots within the church give free product to the thrift store. They turn around, they clean it and then they sell it for a profit. They don't pay taxes. It's incredible. Uh, they pay their employees like eight bucks an hour. It's just a, whoever invented it, the, the master of business ethically sounds horrible. But point being, you go there and I start scanning books. The first time I go there, it's just, <laughs> man, is it overwhelming because you don't really know what you're doing. You just have this app. You walk up and you just know you got to start scanning barcodes, but you don't know how to do it effectively. Or, you know, every thrift store has just a way they range and categorize books from when they got them per week to color to everything. So nonfiction, name it. So you go there and then, oh man, I remember scanning. I got about 30 books at RDI the first time and it was awesome. I was like, man, 30 bucks. Heck yeah. I'm going to come home and uh, I'm going to, well, first off, when I'm scanning these 30 books, I always get people walking up to me. It's always an older woman. You got the older generation. You love them, right? They're just so forward. Uh, I come up and, hey, I don't want to be a little nosy, but uh, what are you doing over there? And you just kind of laugh and you go, well, you know, I'm just, you know, buying books and I go home and I sell them and they always make some weird comment about like, ah, oh, uh, sounds really smarty pants over there. And then they walk away. That's typically how all the interactions with old people at thrift stores sounds is sound is just, you, they just make some snack, snarky comment, hoping to get you looks like you're legit. And then they walk away and nothing comes of it. But uh, I think they call them Karens either way. Uh, scan some books. It's overwhelming. You, you finally get 30 books. You bring them home. You, you, then the next thing you have to do is you got to scan them into your Amazon seller account. You know, that's a pretty easy thing to set up guys. You just really give them your information. It takes about 48 hours. Amazon approves you as an Amazon seller for selling used books in this case. And, uh, you just start scanning them into their, the, I mean, you get this backend dashboard and I'll tell you what, I, it is pretty overwhelming at first. First time I logged into the Amazon seller central account. I don't know what I was looking at. It was like 
B2B, performance, reports, growth. Uh, you can manage all your stores. You can advertise your products. You have pricing and here's all your inventory and here's the 12 marketplaces you're around. It's just a lot. And someone who have a decent background and in, in the back end of websites and, and marketing and analytics, but man, someone starting from scratch, it, it can be, uh, it could definitely be a barrier to entry. But you have to learn it, you know, and it's just like anything. Malcolm Gladwell said, you got to have 10,000 hours in something if you want to be proficient in it. So why not just start start today and start getting reps, playing around with the Amazon Seller Essential account. You get to learn more. You understand it. Uh, the further into it you go, you, you start to use more tools to help you sell. Either way, uh, I come in, I bring my 30 books in, I scan them through. You know, you scan them through, you have about four different steps in which you have to approve it gets to a shipment and then you got to put them all into that shipment, pack it up, label it, send it to Amazon. This is really where the the patience needs to kick in because I didn't understand this at first. It's part of the nuance of starting something new and finding the efficiencies and how you, how you operate on a day-to-day level. I sent my box to Amazon thinking it's going to get there. What? Two days, right? That's their whole motto. Two day free shipping, (laughs) man. It took 10 to 12, about two weeks for it to get there offload checked in i imagine some robot did it or some guy or girl making 15 bucks an hour if that so uh it just took a while for me to send 30 books get to the warehouse uploaded checked in and officially available for anybody in the world who has access to amazon to purchase and when that does happen amazon takes care of the rest so it's a pretty easy process uh, but you have to be patient that seems to be the number one piece of advice i give people now that I'm five months in, still, still kind of a rookie, but I know enough to be dangerous and I know where to go, where not to go. Um, but being patient, man, that, that you got to be patient because if you're not, uh, you'll be setting up calls with Amazon reps and then maybe you rub some shoulders the wrong way and then no longer selling on Amazon. It seems to be pretty easy to lose your privileges uh, if you're if you're a dick <laughs> or if you're just uh, doing things you shouldn't be doing. But regardless, I did that. Uh, that's how I got involved. That's how I got started. It was, um, I'm still doing it today. I would say after November and December of really playing with it for about six to eight weeks, I, I truly understood it. And then going into January of the year 2021, uh, I started to create goals of how many books I wanted to sell per week, uh, what I wanted to average in cost. Today I'm at about 1600 books I have in my inventory. I really plan to go out, you know, three, four days a week, about six to seven hours of my time. Like I called it, it's a side hustle. Uh, and if I can gather about 500 books a month, hopefully by the end of 2021, I got about, you know, 6,000 books in my inventory and, uh, maybe I'm selling at about 750 to a thousand dollars in sales per week. Uh, if it's $750 per week, that's, you know, in sales, that's 3K in sales. I'm bringing home about $1,200 in profit. Uh, that's every two, every other, every other week you get paid. So I'm making $600 a week every two weeks. So it's not horrible for a side, side hustle. But uh, to this point of my uh, my journey, I'm not profitable yet. I'm probably down about $300. Um, but you know, I've adjusted a lot of things. I, my wife now has jumped on board, so we've created a lot of efficiencies. Uh, now that she really understands it and we're doing it together, I just started learning what my IPI score is. These are all things we'll talk about later on. But uh, as of today, guys, this is the book shark and this is where I am at in my Amazon journey. This is how I got started. Uh, there were some obstacles uh, that I 
I really didn't know how to handle at first. And now that I know what I know, uh, it seems pretty tedious to be talking about it. So anyways, that's the end of my episode. And hopefully you join me in my next episode as I start to define my journey and start to create even more formidable goals. Mm -hmm.